Hey, what's going on, guys? So I just listened back to this podcast and has a real, like, sleepover chat kind of vibe to it. You know, kind of, you're all in your sleeping bags, you get your eyes closed, it's dark out, and you're just, you're just talking, talking about your life, you know, you open up about things. So I think this one's going to be best uh, experienced when you get into bed. You know, put on some headphones or just put me on your speaker beside you. It'll be like we're in the same room together and it's just a nice quiet chat. You know, just me, I did the same thing. I got into bed, I had my eyes closed and just talked to a mic for some amount of time. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy this one. It's a very calm, quiet one. And like I said, let's get intimate on this one. Bring me to bed with you. Have a good one. Love you. Bye. something new on this air and air out trying to get back to uh what this podcast was supposed to be and uh not what it has somehow morphed into a project that's just become like a easy routine for me rather than trying to put out an honest uh representation of myself out there so uh yeah i felt like i'm gonna try and switch things up i feel like whenever i'm just in bed at night you know with my eyes closed trying to sleep that's when all my thoughts run wild and I feel like I come up with a lot of stuff I want to say and then try and replicate on the podcast in just a broken, you know, trying to form it in a concise and funny way. Um, I feel like the original trains of thought, though, that's like what I get excited about talking about. and try. That's what I want to try and like access those while I'm like on air. But it just feels like whenever I sit in front of the mic and I know the, the camera's rolling and the mic's hot and, you know, I just feel like I'm putting on a performance rather than actually you know talking about me i'm like just picking highlights and trying to just you know everything's cool and fun everything's all good when i feel like people would also appreciate talking about like everything you know like you know (laughs) excellent excellent you know um yeah um it doesn't mean it has to be like a a depressing take on the podcast i think more like uh, just an honest you know real state of the life you know i just highlight um, i'm applying to japan you know work's going great having a lot of fun shooting stuff with ethan and martin great super fun but i mean just looking at the state of my room right now probably like really just reflects what the the core the inner most of me like the essence of me right now is feeling and it's just this room is just a I'm a heathen. Like, the setup I had to do to make this work is there's just a cable running straight across from my, my computer to my bed over a pile of clean clothes that has just been an eternal hell for me the past seven weeks, seven weeks, seven days, just moving these clean clothes from my bed to my chair, to my bed, to my chair. Because I put them on my bed saying, all right, if I put them on the bed, I can't get in that bed and can't go to sleep until I fold the clothes. And then when I come to bed, I say, there's no fucking chance of folding those clothes. And I put them back on the chair. And guess what? Next night, same thing happens every single time. There's just no fiber of my body that wants to stay for 10 minutes. The 10 minutes would take. I've moved, I've moved these clothes for far more than 10 minutes, by the way. The cumulative time I've used just in much smaller instances, it's total times way over. I could have just folded these bad boys. And honestly... My, like, train of thought here, my plan of attack would be, since they're already folded up, they're all crinkled anyways, just run another fresh batch of laundry and just run it back. Just try and fold them right after that laundry load, don't get back in this state, and then you're good, you know? Just, yeah, run a quick double batch of laundry. I can't separate. There's a, in the closet, there's a hybrid breed of a dirty and clean clothes, that laundry basket that I'm just not looking forward to dealing with. That's what it's shoved in the closet, just hidden away. Sarah flew in from uh, Vancouver on Friday and uh, she was going to be stopping by here hanging out for the day um, and I knew I had to clean up my room so I just kind of like I didn't like the th- nights before I didn't fold this laundry I just uh, I did nothing and then like the morning of I just got up like an hour early and uh, instead of folding the clothes I just shoved them in my closet and closed the curtain and then like my room looked semi-tidy but like, she kept her stuff in my room, so obviously when she put her bags in there, she could have just checked in the closet and would have seen. It's just, like, like a light white curtain, so 
I don't think it's deceiving anyone. But, like, I couldn't even put the effort to fold it then when I knew I had company coming over. Um, and then, yes, as soon as she left Friday night, um, I just pulled it right back out. Just reconsumed my room and it's just back to that state of a, like, it'd be a quick tidy. I'm not lying here. It'd be a quick 40-minute, you know, clean session. But just the idea of doing it sounds awful. It just sounds miserable. Which also, counterpoint to that, it also is miserable just living in this room. Because it just, living, just living in the mess just makes you feel like a mess. You know, just no organization. It's just chaos. Too much. I like chaos. Don't get me wrong. I like chaos. But a little too much chaos and you start to veer too far off the road. And then you just, you don't know where you're at. Uh, but, you know, the problem is I just believe that I can just, I can flip gears at any point, you know. I can just, snap on the snap of a dime, the snap of a dime, the turn of a finger. Um, I can just get back to, you know, a, a bit of a schedule, a bit of routine. Just start working out, eating healthier. I know I have it in me. I've done it before. And the problem is I know that I've done it before. And I know if uh, it gets to that point, I could easily turn it around. But there's just, there's no sense of urgency, I feel like, in my life, you know. I'm just comfortable, there's no stress, there's no anxiety, there's no, like, upcoming deadline or, you know, big date where everything's going to change. It's just, yeah, I can kind of just be on cruise control for, uh, it feels like right now, honestly. But maybe this, uh, this state of mind of just, you know, chaos and, uh, you know, consuming myself, maybe that is the, the end of the cruise control and i got to start start, uh, I don't know what the metaphor would be, Hit, hitting the gas pedal, I guess, speeding up, I, but, I mean, sometimes you turn the cruise control off, it's because you have to slow down, I feel like more frequently, I turn off cruise control, but I have to slow down, not because, if I'm going to speed up, I would just be jamming that up button, so I don't think I'd be hitting the gas pedal, oh, but anyways, yeah, I did paint something yesterday, actually, I, uh, I started painting, I thought uh, I thought of the idea like maybe I'll paint a, a moldy birthday cake since last year I painted a birthday cake on my birthday and Jesus Christ sorry about that my phone is all the way on the ground though and I my eyes are closed and under my weighted blanket just the thought of reaching down there so I hope whoever just texted me will not text again let's just we can all pray for that um oh what just killed my train of thought just killed it it's gone I have no idea where I was. I have no idea what I was just talking about. I'm sorry. And I'm not I'm not getting out of bed to check the computer. I wouldn't get down and get my phone. I'm not gonna rewind. Maybe it'll come back to me. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Um Wow. I did tell myself I would just like record extra long and if there's just weak moments, just quiet points where I'm just pondering, because you know, the mind just goes in waves. It's not always constant go, go, go. Sometimes you got to let it, let the tank empty and then refill, you know, just clear it out. I had this, this moment yesterday. I got, you know, I got, I got stoned. I got high because I wanted to get high and play clone hero. And I was like fired up for that. So I, uh, man, first of all, finding a light in this house is impossible. We only have one. And of course we only use it to get stoned. So every time I'm putting the light away, I'm stoned can't trust that guy. I have no idea where he's going to put it. He's a renegade. So every single time I want to get then get stoned, I have to go searching for a lighter for, you know, 10 minutes. And I look for a lighter for 20 minutes till finally, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to go to the convenience store and get three lighters. That's what I did. Drove over to the convenience store, grabbed three lighters, then drove back, got stoned, played a little clone hero. And after like two songs, I just, uh, I just had this anxiety creeping into me. And I'm like, whoa, that's, that hasn't been there for a while. That's that's a new feeling, or not a not a new feeling. That's a new, a new face of an old friend. Um, so I stopped playing the song, put the guitar in the laundry basket, which it is still there. It's still in that laundry basket, exactly where I left it. Cable still attached to my computer, hanging across, hanging across the doorway to the closet. Yeah. Um, put the guitar down, took my headphones off, and there's just silence just pure silence and like not outside in the world there are cars driving by and they're like you know drive to the wet road 
like the trees rustling in the wind and all that thing just like you know what's it called just background noise just ambient noise and uh i realized it was silent because like i had no thoughts i had my head was just quiet nothing was going on i was just in the moment i was just looking around my room looking at my paintings and just looking at the state of it too just like that this is really how you want to live is this really what you're comfortable in is this really what you want to do when you know you can just change it you can just fix it right now you can get out of this chair you can fold that laundry you can put it away you can tidy up your desk you can do a painting and you know what you can do a painting without filming it because you can just do things to enjoy it for yourself you know you can just do things to make yourself happy it doesn't always have to be to get attention from other people you can do a painting and not post it on instagram and not film it for a podcast or film it for a youtube video you can just paint your heart away and make whatever you want and it doesn't matter what it is and you got to just stop you know trying to do everything as a performance for other people and then when you're by yourself you do nothing you do nothing you just wait for someone else to come along and provide you with entertainment and you provide them with entertainment that was a soliloquy by Aaron Brock and I just sat in this silence and just enjoyed it sat in that office chair again I realized the mess but there's still knowing I do want to change it and it would be better for me it would make me more I feel like it would make me more organized to be organized you know have a cleaner mind have a clearer mind you know having less clutter all around and I said, there's just no way I'm getting out of this chair, though. I'm just so incredibly comfortable. My body needs this rest. Because I tell you, I use and abuse this body, and I do nothing to care for it. I, I wonder how sometimes it's still running after what I put it through. Absolutely just the worst foods, so much fast food and Uber Eats, and just at work, halfway else is closed. You know, someone's eating a, a homemade sandwich at least every day. Today we've gotten pizza and Wendy's. Just greasy food coming down to lunch. I do not feel good. My body is its screaming at me. It's not enjoying this, but it's not enough to, you know, slow me down. So we're just going to deal with it. Oh, but it's a miracle. I just, I physically use it. And then to refuel it, I just put the worst gasoline. Just the, I just scoop some mud off the side of the road and just, toss it in my gas tank and say we're good to go pissing it yeah yeah it is crazy what was i talking about though not doing the laundry sitting in that moment that's actually when i came up with this sitting when i was sitting on that silent moment came up with the idea for this podcast to just sit down and put on a hot mic and just you know not think about talking to other people not thinking of talking about you know, performing for other people and doing this for a crowd, just thinking about, you know, what kind of stuff do I talk about? How would I talk to myself if I were doing a podcast? What's the best way to just get my brain into the podcast? And that's just to lie down and say everything out loud rather than just thinking it, which to be fair, could be a terrible idea. It could be horrible. This could just be a long string of <laughs> unconnected thoughts just uh, a paragraph with no period. It's just comma, 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 semicolon. That the semicolon is not in the proper place, by the way. I don't know where semicolon is supposed to go. I'm. I don't just straight up don't use them. I will never. And anything I've ever written, I will not throw the semicolon. Uh, I guess sometimes word will throw. If word throws one in for me, I'll use words. But I'll never type my own. I, I don't use that key because I don't know when to use it. Uh, I'm okay to admit that. I am strong enough and confident enough in my ability that I will admit that. I'm not good with a keyboard, though. Like, I mean, I play a lot of video games with a keyboard, but I, like, knowing where all the keys are, I feel like I know, but I don't know. Like, if I had to write out, I should try just writing out every key on a keyboard. I don't think I could do it. I don't think so. Like, I still even, like, in video games, one, two, three, four is, like, common to, like, change your four weapons. And, like, sometimes you have to, like, look down to do those. One, two, three, four. The most common things to use. Um, 
for my left hand. You know, it's QWERTY. Not is it QWERTY? Not QWERTY. It's WASD. Is what I'm saying. WASD. That's your move. Those are your four directions. So you base all your other keys around that. And even those, I have to think about those hard. Like those are probably the only keys I really know. Everything east of that, I don't know what's going on on that side of the keyboard. No clue. Type. I'm not a fast typer either. I make. I can go fast, but then I just stumble. Like I, I got no distance. I see. I could get maybe like half the sentence out, ripping speed, and then I hit a wall, and I just completely, I could lose all momentum. I just can't regain it, and I just, I'm gonna stumble again after that. You know, I trip once, sprain my ankle, then I hobble again and trip, bruise my knee, and I get back up, trip. Oh, there goes my elbow, and I just crawl over the finish line with like sixty words per minute. Yeah, you think I'd be better at it. I guess I didn't take enough. I didn't take those uh, all the right type classes serious enough in elementary school. I never did that hand placement thing. Is that the optimal way? It probably is, honestly. It probably is, but I refuse to believe it. I feel like my rogue renegade way that I just learned to do it and it is effective enough so I don't change it, which is what I do for absolutely everything in my life. If it does its job, we're good. We're fine. Leave it alone. I could just, you know, learn that position. I bet I could learn it fast, because I'm also a good learner. That's the thing. I just don't have a desire to be a sustained learner. I just, I learn enough, and then I'm like, cut it off. Don't tell me anymore. I don't care. I'm over it. I want to have this next thing now. Speaking of learning things, Chris and I finally got back to Muay Thai on Monday. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We both have pads now, so we can, like, practice combos against each other, hitting the gloves so you don't hit us hard. Um, but it's a lot of fun hitting like a four, like fucking, I don't even remember the words, but like ducking under a hit, punch me in the belly, hook, hook, hook. Oh, feels so good. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You feel so sick doing it. You feel like, I don't know. I still, ne I never want to be in a fight. That's terrifying. Terrifying. I've never had someone like really angry at me. And I feel like just that. Having someone, like, have a look in their eye like they are ready to physically hurt me, I've never seen that before. So I feel like that would have an effect on me immediately, seeing that, like, oh, that would be shocking. I don't know how I would respond to that. I feel like just fear. Fear, like, oh, I don't want to be here right now. I don't, I don't want to be anywhere near this person. And just bolt. Gone. See you later. F land speed record. Where'd he go? Looney Tunes legs, where it's just, like, the, they spin. And a dust cloud comes up behind me. That's me. Gone. See you later. I'm already back in bed, high, and taking a nap before they know I'm gone. It's crazy. What was I talking about? Yeah, fighting Muay Thai. But uh, it is like, uh, it's a thinker. It's a thinking sport, too. Because, like, he's going to raise, he's going to throw one, one hand to the other, and you have to duck either one way or the other. And that means that your combo, you're leading with a different hand. And so, like, a, just a moment where sometimes he puts up, he, like, telegraphs, what he's going to do, what he's going to swing, and then I just, like, freeze. <laughs> Deer in the headlights, he's like, I'm going to hit you, and I just, I can't do anything. My brain's just, like, trying to go through every step. Like, okay, it's left hand, so that means I will duck left and hit with my right hand to his belly, and by that point, I'm already, he already hit me. But, uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's also funny that we practice Muay Thai in his drive his range his driving simulator is not his driving simulator what am i saying here his golf simulator actually because i kept saying uh like we're practicing to go fight people at the driving range i guess it's just gonna be our deal our playground just go heckle people's golf swings and then square up to them any age i don't care i'll fight anybody i will always punch down though so when i say anybody i mean anybody weaker than me that i'm very confident i can win the fight Anyone with a, like a fraction of a chance, there's no chance I'm rolling the dice on that. Because sometimes I'm an unlucky guy. Sometimes I'm a very unlucky guy. But that also comes with great luck. You know? Both sides of the coin. Yin and yang. Avada Kedavra. Um, oh, man, my throat is getting parched. And also the problem is, since my eyes are closed, I have absolutely no idea how long this podcast has been going on for. I don't know if I've been talking for five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour. No clue. And I feel like if I stop and look at the clock, it's going to like take me out of it. 
and then knowing and then having to like lie back down and like get back into this this state i feel like i have to just talk until it na- i naturally don't want to talk anymore i feel like that's the option and you guys have to just 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 suffer through this experimental episode i don't know if you guys can i don't know if you would it's uh it's just gonna be a whole lot of nonsense but i feel like i have to get through this stage of just being able to like just freely speak my mind and just say what I want to say and then encapsulate that by actually doing some real research and like actually like looking into topics I'm interested in and then telling it back to you it's this open and like my way of saying it rather than just spend an hour and a half two hours reading five google tabs about whatever your topic is and just pretty much copying verbatim uh what the the websites have written down but changing a few phrases and words just to get like it's slightly my own i don't know why i'm like trying to hide plagiarism when this document's going nowhere and i'm just i'm literally just reading the websites back to you guys i'm not doing it. it's a terrible terrible way to do it it's like a it's one of those things where it's a, i think it's a good idea but it's just poor execution very poor execution and it's uh i gotta i just gotta I like it more i gotta I gotta make stuff I like and stop trying to be like, what would be a good topic that would make people, make me interesting and stand out? What would be a, a topic for clicks, but also unique? And that's, uh, that's probably not the way to do it. I mean, I guess it is probably, if I really just lean into the clickbait titles and stuff like that, I guess that is a way to do it, but I don't know if that's the way I want to grow stuff. I want people to find it because the they liked the title I came up with and they liked the, the thumbnail I came up with and they liked the podcast I came up with. Not because I just molded it into what most people like and just pushed it out the door. Oh, my head's been hurting lately. By lately, I mean today. I think I'm just dehydrated. This water bottle's really taken a beating too. Like, I haven't taken this black case off it and look, okay complete honest moment i've never washed this water bottle i've had it for two years now i've only ever put water in it nothing else but water has been in that water bottle and it never there's been no change in taste no change in smell it's an all metal water bottle um this black case i've had on it have not taken it off since i put it on i've dropped it multiple times i feel like the bottom's dented but i haven't looked at it i think the zipper's broken so i can't really unzip it so until this water bottle, the straw, if you heard me drink from it, it just has a loud whistle when I drink, every time I drink it. And I feel like, I mean, when people haven't heard it, everyone I'm used to, everyone I hang out with has, is like used to the water bottles in them. It's just part of the noise. But uh, yeah, to people who haven't heard it before, it is, it is quite shocking <laughs> that that noise goes on. Honestly, I'm impressed that people aren't more upset by it. And I, there's like a little hole... So it's one of those like flip up like sippy cup spout things with a straw on it. It's, it's such an unflattering way to drink water too. But I don't want to like dump the jug over my head every time because it's a big water bottle. So I just, I feel like the straw is just the most convenient way for me to get water. No matter how it looks. Um, but like, so you flip it up and there's kind of like the pivot point. There's that little ball at the base of the, the spout. And on that ball, there's like a little slit on the top that air is leaking out of. So when I flip it up, I then have to push my finger over that hole and try and seal it as best as I can. I think the hole is getting bigger because my seal is getting worse and worse. But I have to do that to like kind of hide the whistle. Well, that's where the whistle comes from. And also to get more water out of it. But yeah, the flow rate I'm getting out of it is it's slowing down. Honestly, it might become time to retire this water bottle, but I'm not, I'm not one to retire things. I'm one to just work them into the ground until they no longer work anymore and then getting something new, you know? I don't have a lot of new stuff. Like Delilah, she's going to be around for a long time. I'm going to drive that car until I physically cannot drive that car. And it's going to be really tough not being with her for that year. She's just, I guess, I don't know where. She's going to be parked. I don't know if I can just leave her at my parents' house. I guess if they want to pay the insurance, they could drive her. But I guess my dad would still probably just take her out just to keep the battery good and stuff. But I don't know if they want to pay the insurance on it. But their insurance, actually, with them, for them, it'd be super cheap. My insurance is just shit. 
stupid that my insurance went up after I got rear-ended. Like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I stopped at a red light, and I got hit, and they're like, all right, yeah, you're, you're a danger. <laughs> Get this man. We're going to have to charge you a little bit extra because you're, you're a hazardous driver. You're going to watch out here, man. How'd you let that guy just creep up on you? You don't have your wits about you. Head on a swivel. I should have dodged out of the way. Um, yeah, but it's, it's that car. That car. I've shared a lot of moments in that car with myself. <laughs> that car. That's where the, a lot of airing out happens. In that car. Talking to myself on long road trips. Cried in that car a lot. Yeah, that car is something special. I love that car. A deep, a deep love of Delilah. And I also love that my friends were referred to as Delilah and respect her as well. She is just a peach. And uh, I think I like it because I think she's going to be a character now in like, people's stories. Like In the future, we're going to be like, oh, you guys remember Delilah? And like, oh, we had such good times driving in New Jersey. And that excites me. Oh, that excites me having like old memories. I'm just thinking about uh, not being in the glory days. That's what I'm, that's, that's my glory days. It's looking back. Oh, um, yeah, I just lost my train of thought again. It's so, it's crazy how fast it goes. And do you guys get that too? Where you just, if you stop thinking about something, it's gone. It's, it's sayonara. Good luck trying to remember that. Although, I got good memory though. So where are they going? Like, they're circling back at some point, and, and like they're taking a long way. They're taking, like, the brain's curvy. It's a lot of roads, and they're taking every every twist and turn to get to the, the memory storage. Out from the, the, the thought processing area to the memory storage. It's a, it's a, it's, normally, it's a straight shot. Normally, it's pretty quick. But sometimes, man, highway's closed, and they got to take the back roads. And it's like one of those situations where there's like one mountain road and there's a boulder that blocks it or a rock fall or something. It's like a four hour detour. I think that's what I think that's what's going on in this situation here. There's a, some kind of road blockage. Maybe maybe like some THC, do you think? <laughs> do you think that might do it? <laughs> I think, I, maybe that's what's blocking what's blocking the highway. Maybe. Could be. Who knows, though? Who knows? It's a mystery. It's a mystery for sure. Does the glove fit? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, maybe a little... I'll nick it. Just gonna be... Just be fully open with... With my coping mechanisms. That's right, folks. He uses drugs. I vowed to get ditch the Nick though. Once I'm done at Westmount, which seems it's gonna be next week, so this is gonna be the last few days. Well, I guess the last two weeks with the caliber in here. And then uh I think I gotta just toss it. Like I can't have it around. If I just like threw the pot out and just had the battery still, I would maybe just give it to somebody. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Maybe just, I can't give it to Chris. Maybe Will would take it. We're going to see him, like, mid-November, like, right when I'm done. So that would be a good gift. Just, we already gave him, after Chris's party, uh, Will's like, hey, do you guys have, like, extra weed I could have? I'm like, of course, yeah, we got a full mason jar of Daryl's weed. Um, So he's, like, taking some out, and he like, took some. He's like, is that is that too much? Is that enough? I'm like, Will, you can take as much as you want. I don't want any of this in our house. He's like, so you're just passing the addiction on to me? I'm like, yes, sir. This is all yours now. I'm just trying to get it off my plate and onto yours. And that's what I'm going to do with the nicotine. Just pass it on down the line to Will. Just get him hooked on all sorts of things. I mean, he introduced me to the weed, so... Really, I just gave it back. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm not, I'm not obviously I'm not done with it, because I just used it today. But in that in that sense of that story, in that in that plot line that I was just speaking of... Oh, I lost it. I lost it. I lost the the ending statement. I lost the conclusionatory statement to that um, statement. Yeah, well, something about THC. Thyhanaboid cannabinoid. Thyhanaboid cannabinoid THC. 
What does nicotine stand for? That's a really long anagram. N nothing ignores cats. The problem is now I gotta spell nicotine. Nothing ignores cats on top. Nick. N no, that's wrong. What did I say? Nothing ignores cats on top. Nicot. That's right. Nicot. Nothing ignores cats on top. And then what is it? Een. On top. If. No one eats. No one ignores cats on top if no one eats. That's what nicotine stands for. No one ignores cats on top if no one eats. What does that mean, though? Like, no one ignores cats on top. No what does that mean? Like, who came up with that? I don't know. What are the cats? And we're, and no one ignores cats on top if no one eats. Oh, no one ignores cats on top. N-I-C-O-T-I-N-E. It spells nicotine. No one ignores cats on top if no one eats. Nicotine. That's cool. It's like an anagram. I feel like I'm getting close to wanting to open my eyes now. There's a part of me that wants to keep going that feels like I'm going to find another wind. But I feel like this this is entering a, a natural conclusion. So, yeah. Yo, that was only half an hour. <laughs> I, was, I was like really hoping I would get up and see like 55 minutes and be like, wow, crushed it. Nailed it. Off the cuff. I just know my timing so well. And I only hit half the mark. That sucks because I really do feel like my mind has, uh, has disparu, has disappeared. Maybe there's something I could, you know what I was going to talk about for this podcast? I was going to talk, it was going to be about facial hair. We are going to talk about, because it's Movember, so let's talk about facial hair. I was going to look up facial hair from around the world and history of facial hair. And I'm like, man, that's, if I really wanted to do it, I would have done it, I feel like, you know? When you really want to do something, you do it. It's just very rarely do I really want to do something. And it's because I just, uh, I have uh, exceeded, I guess it was the dopamine. I need a dopamine fast. I need to stop looking at my phone. I did switch over my phone. I found this like minimalist phone thing. And it like makes your phone, um, you can still access all your apps and stuff, but it's just such like a, a basic all black screen design text. All your apps are just white text. And you just scroll through them to find the app you want. You can have three apps on your home screen unless you want to pay for it, which I'm like, there's no chance I'm paying for you to make my phone worse. But it has uh, reduced my my usage of the phone because this kind of a you don't if you don't see the app icons you kind of don't it's hard to like get pulled into the app you know you just draw your attention you're like you close YouTube and you're on the home screen and you just see Instagram like oh I can just pop in and check Instagram and then you close Instagram and like oh shit YouTube look at that and then go back to YouTube but I can't I can't do that I have to physically scroll through a list to go to YouTube and then if I leave YouTube that's a physically scroll up to go to Instagram. And every time I click on an app, it's like, how much time do you want to spend on this app? And it's like, one minute, five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. And then after that time is up, a thing will pop up on the screen like, hey, you've hit your time limit. You can't have more time, or you should get a life. So, yeah, that's been, it's been working. It's been working. My phone is on its last legs, though. This thing is just, it can't hold a charge. And charging it, it's, you got to find the precise angle to get that charger in and then place it down gingerly and then hope that nothing shakes it and it gets you know jostled and slightly and it's no longer charging and your phone is at 12 percent when you wake up in the morning it's, it's a it's, it's horrible but then the, again the idea of having to drive to kudo i think i'm with kudo having to drive to kudo and like picking out a new phone and finding like a you know cheap one 
a cheap one, but like a good one. You know, that can do all the stuff I want to do, which, honestly, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I think, feel like going back to a flip phone would really help my life. I feel like it would really help clear my mind. You know, because yesterday when I was in the silent state, call back to that first half hour of the podcast, um, I started painting. Did I talk about painting? Was that, was that a train of thought that I abandoned before? Maybe. Let's see if I abandoned it again. Um, and I was, I was like, I'm going to do something like, you know, calm, just enjoy this calm mind. I'm going to sit down and paint for the first time in five months or something since June, I think. Cause yeah, it's five months. Um, so yeah, I started painting this cake and I get like, I'd really enjoy it. And then I just really hate it like five minutes later. And I'd be like, I'm so bored. I don't want to do this. I'm so bored. I want to look at my phone. I want to look at my fantasy team. You know, I want to text people. I want to message people, see what they're doing. I want to, I don't want a distraction. I don't want to be in this moment. And I like, I just fought it. And I'm like, just keep painting. Just keep painting. I just kept painting, kept painting. Until I got a point where I'm like, I don't want to make this painting. And that's what I, I realized. I don't want to make this painting I'm doing this. Because I realized I'm making this painting. Uh, because I wanted to post it on Instagram next to the other one. Because I wanted people to see it. And I wanted people to acknowledge me. And that's why I was doing that painting. And so I just, uh, I grabbed the, a thick brush and just dipped it in some of the paint and just like started scratching over it. And I just like, just started fucking up this painting. Like, I don't, I hate this painting. Get rid of this painting. I don't want to see it. It's an embarrassment. This is me trying to appease to people and just make something I think people will enjoy. So I like painted over that with a bunch of colors. And then I, I looked at it and like, I kind of, I kind of like that, the style. So then I like grabbed more colors and like painted it in a different direction. And I did that to like cover most of that old painting. And now I have this like abstract, you know, paint strokes of different colors and sizes going across this small canvas. And then I like grabbed gray and like started like, you know, stroking, like just stroking a man. (laughs) Actually gently stroking a a gray man onto this, uh, this, you know, abstract background. And like I I made like his arms and his just like a basic like robed body and a, a hood. And I go, that looks cool, too. I like this. You know, not even, like, thinking about what I was doing painting. I, f- I feel like uh, the conclusion I came to today was that I do too much thinking when painting rather than just, like, feeling. I'm trying to, like, think out so far ahead of what this painting is going to be and try to, like, imagine it in my head and then try and, like, just replicate that while thinking about it rather than just, like, you know, just let my hand kind of go for it. Let my hand and my brain communicate and get myself out of there, you know? Get me get Aaron he's got to go you get out of the kitchen when you're cooking he get we can't have Aaron here he's too peering over your shoulder just giving you directions the whole time talk commenting on what you're doing no we can't have him he is the weakest link we need him out of this equation go give him some other job you know have him go file some memories or some shit um oh god damn it painting painting yeah okay yeah I painted this gray man and then I like I want to film his face. I want to have like a dark face. So I got black, and then I put black on his face, and then I hated it. The black is just so contrasting. It's so black that it's just it just ruined the painting. So I tr- I tried to like paint some wings on him or something. Try, and at this point I was like, I don't know. I was thinking too much about it. I had lost the like uh, the flow state of just kind of doing it and doing what felt right and not you know not questioning myself. And now I was like pausing and like, would this look good? Would this look good? And then I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just go back to what works. I'm like, I'm going to paint a frog. And I just started trying to paint a frog. Just grabbed green, did like some big broad brush strokes. And then this frog turned into, it's not a frog anymore. I don't know. You're not going to see it. I haven't posted it. It's just, it's on my walls. If you want to see it, you got to come see me. That's the rule. I'm going to, that's why no one came to visit me. Because I just showed them all the paintings for free. But once... I'm just going to talk about these paintings. It's a very... I like the painting. I don't I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it turned into. Um, but I like it. It's like a very... Very different. It feels like a new... Uh, what is it? The, like the blue period or whatever. You know those artist phases? I'm in a new period. I'm having my period. This is it. This is my new period. The, uh, the colorful, not thinking about it phase. Because honestly, every painting I've done before, I've been like... 
I'm trying to make like a joke. I'm trying to make like, I want people to look at it and be like, oh, I get it. Oh, that's funny. Rather than just be like, oh, that's cool. I like that painting, you know? What if I just try like making something that looks cool and doesn't always have to get that, oh, that's funny reaction. I think that's a, that'd be a fun approach. That'd be a fun approach to do it. My head is still hurting. I think I, sh I should drink some water. Oh, what? I mentioned something. Was painting, was painting the thing that I said I was going to come back to? That I, already, I don't know. I don't know. Because now at this point, I don't know what, what I thought about saying or what I have said. I could have repeated myself multiple times this podcast already. It could have happened. I don't know, though. I don't know. Should I? So the question is, ladies and folks, am I going to fold my laundry after this podcast? After all this talk of how I know I should do it, I know I need to do it, it's a burden on my life, I should tidy up my room, I should be more productive, am I going to do it? Or am I going to take the nap I've been delaying to do this podcast? Or am I going to hit up Chris and Will and see if they want to play video games? You know? One of those options is worse than the other two. Exponentially. But in the long run, it's better. The delayed gratification. I don't like that delayed. No way. I want gratification now. I want it right now. I don't want future Aaron to get the gratification. Fuck no. I hate that dude. I screw that dude over all the time. I'm trying to ruin his life. You want me to you want me to give him a present in the future? No way. We are all about present Aaron. He gets all the gratification he needs. He's the man. He's the big chief. He's in charge. He makes all the decisions. He shouldn't. He probably shouldn't. I wish. I wish there was a service that you could call and you could like explain your situation to them and like they could give you a like professional decision makers like I know you chose this way we got that but that might be because of this and this reason but this is actually a better route decision for you and for your life and like oh okay thank you decision maker you know because sometimes I feel like not even like big decisions like big decisions I think I should make not like life decisions but there's some decisions where I'm like I'm so 50 50 on it that it would be nice to have some other insight, you know, and just have someone make it for you, you know, because you can just go back and forth on it, and maybe those small decisions could add up, and they could really change, you know, like World War Three or whatever. Kill a butterfly, and it's, um, you kill someone's grandmother, like butterfly effect. I'd have to go on a plane to go to Japan, too, I was thinking about that. I've been on. I've I never fly, and I've flown to where do you fly? Thailand and Japan. Just the longest flights I could possibly go on, and I'd never fly. Drove to New Jersey. Drove to Ohio. You know, if I ever go to Florida, I'd probably drive to Florida. I'd honestly, I would enjoy it. I would enjoy the drive more than I fly. I'll be honest. So I don't know what I'm complaining about. I just don't want to do this. This is going to be a long flight. I'm not even in the program yet. I don't know why I have to keep talking about it like I am. Maybe I should stop just... I got to stop just living in the future, you know? <laughs> I got to stop thinking about future Aaron. I hate that guy. I don't really hate that guy, though. He's, a, he's got some good qualities, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, you'd have to, because you'd have to build upon this guy. Unless he's the worst person, because someone's been sabotaging him. <laughs> Someone's been throwing heat his way for a long... He's got a lot to work with. I'll be honest. I have put in a, put in a shift for him. He's got a lot of debt. He's going to have to deal with at some point. It's going to come his way. Probably going to have some cholesterol issues, I'm sure. His love handles aren't going anywhere. Those are, these are going to be stuck on me forever. I'm always going to have this waist. I don't know if I could trim up the... I guess maybe in Japan. I'm not going to Japan, though. Don't, don't say it yet. But I'll probably be pretty healthy there, I feel like, you know. I won't understand any of the Uber Eats over there. I won't be able to order from the menu. Like I don't, I don't understand. I don't probably won't know what my address is. I don't know what any streets are. I have no, absolutely no idea where I am, and absolutely nobody I know around me. How about that? 
I will be on the opposite side of the planet from everybody I know. That's a, that's a thought. That's a feeling. Everything I have experienced up to this point in my life uh, is, I was going to say irrelevant over there, but it's like it, a completely different way of being raised in culture. So everything I'm used to will be different. I feel like it's just going to be a different vibe, you know? And I got I to gotta just fit in. I got to find that vibe, match that wavelength. I'll be just fine. Just be cruising. Looking forward to talking to these kids, too. I feel like it'd be, I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. I want to get, like, a, like, older, like, 14, 15-year-olds. I feel like I could connect with those kids, you know? Younger kids, I don't really know what to talk about. They don't have that big of a vocabulary, so it's, they don't get any of my jokes, and you know? So it's tough. I use a lot of metaphors and a lot of callbacks in my jokes, and they don't they don't pay too much attention to the flow of the conversation to, to pick up on those. So I don't really like those younger kids. But like 14, 15 years, I can make them laugh because I, I still got this stupid teenage boy humor. You know, I still got doo-doo humor. I still got a filthy mouth, so I'm fine talking to them. I can make some buddies, I'm sure. Then I can like have them carry me in Valorant, so I'm sure they're all sick. Or probably Smash Bros. They could teach me. I'm going to come back, dude. I'm going to come back from Japan so good at Smash Bros. Oh, it's going to be insane. Oh, I can't wait to come back and just dummy everybody after I've been smoked for so long. Oh, my God. I'm going to get a belt made. I'm just going to bring my Switch everywhere I go and plug it in one view on me. Every time someone wants to do something, hey, you want to go for a walk? Sure, one view on me first. Hey, grab me a beer? Yeah, sure. Want me, want me, though. And the Switch, I don't have to bring... doesn't have to plug it into the, uh, what's it called? The TV. Just pop those Joy-Cons off. So it's switched down. You're playing. So they can't even say, no, like, oh, we got to set up the TV. I'm like, no, I don't need it. I got everything to go right here. If you got time for me to grab you a beer, you got time to play me one stock in Smash Bros. No ifs, ands, or buts. I want to open my eyes again. But there's no way that this has been half an hour. If I know how long the last half hour was, this has been like 10 minutes. Which is weird. I feel like time goes by slower when my eyes are closed than when I, my eyes are open. I guess, I guess when my eyes are open, I can like see the sun setting. I can see, you know, I don't know what else will be changing. But the sun setting and the, uh, getting darker and uh, all that such and sorts and that much. Um, but yeah, I guess that's even like when you're asleep, eight hours, was I just saying time goes slower? So that means eight hours would feel longer and that is not the case. Eight hours of sleep feels like nothing at all. So there goes that hypotenuse. Um, but right now in this moment, time has gone by very slowly, which I feel like I've been talking constantly and with how slowly it's been going. We have had a lot of topic changes, I feel like. I feel like we might have dabbled in more than more than four or five things. This this might be a hard one to write a description for of what it's about. I mean, I think this podcast would just be called Aaron Out. Because that's what this was. I was thinking about, should I get a therapist again? You know, it was good to, like, just, uh, you know, vent. And just, like, be able to say... Kind of just say your thoughts openly and be like, hey, you legally can't tell anybody, so we're good. But it's expensive. It's expensive. I think like when I go to Japan, though, I might I might need it. If it's a big culture shock and I'm really... I feel like that could do some, do some work on you. So that, that might be a, a good way to help ease my transition. But we'll see. That's a, it's a ways away. And again, speaking like it's going to happen, it might not happen. There's a possibility it might not happen, and I'm in working at a golf course in Victoria. You know? Either way, it'd be fun. Be a fun times, man. Man, you know what I should do tonight? Take a shower. Really shouldn't take a shower, because I didn't shower after Muay Thai, because I had to drive to the airport to pick up Sarah. Her flight got delayed, and then I was at Chris's house when she told me, and Chris was like, oh, she can stay in the guest bed. I'm like, well, that's way better than sleeping on my couch, so perfect. So then, yeah, right after Muay Thai, we went for a walk at Chris's house, and I had to zip to the airport. So I never got to shower, because then uh, 
Chris made us tacos. And we watched a, a, like a Christmas rom-com comedy. Rom-com comedy. A rom-com, a Christmas rom-com. Um, and then uh, went to bed and I'd get up at 4.30. Drive Sarah back to the airport for 5. We got to do that like 5.10 for a 6.45 flight. Go through security. And then uh, went home. Could have taken a shower then, but just went back to bed and went, went late to work. And then that was so it was Tuesday. And yeah, after Monday, I just uh, I didn't do anything. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh, well, I got home from work. I think I just went for a nap. And then after the nap, I didn't feel like getting in the shower because that would wake me up. <laughs> um. So yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it. You know, it's Wednesday. We're in a toque for the past three days. So the hair's just been in there all by itself, cramped up, just greasing up to its neighbor. So yeah, a shower, shower, honestly, I feel like if I showered, the chance of doing my laundry goes way up if I don't feel like such a trash heap. So that could be a, that could be something to pay attention to. That's, that could be a, another possibility on top of the other three, shower. Which is, shower is easier than laundry, I'll give you that. Because once you're in the shower, it's enjoyable. Whereas, like, laundry is not enjoyable for the entire process. Shower, once you're in it, enjoyable process. Warm water, get some music going, dance around. Shampoo, can dish, body wash. Get out, moisturize your face. Look at how little your beard has grown back since shaving it. Check the date, see it's been nine days since you shaved and this is all you've managed to grow and that at this rate it's going to be two months until you have a full mustache again and you're regretting the decision to partake in this Movember challenge you should have just had a mustache for Movember and no one would have known no one would have known you never had to reveal your face you never had to reveal your identity I feel so vulnerable without this mustache I guess I guess I haven't talked about it because I didn't do a podcast last week Oh, I forgot. I forgot I didn't do a podcast last week. And last week was my birthday, I guess. We kind of skipped over that. I guess I didn't even talk about the Halloween party. I just totally, I just totally forgot that this, that this was a podcast. <laughs> you guys aren't filled in on the past week that's happened. That's kind of dope. And it just kept on going. We had the Halloween party. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Oh, that would have been great podcast material. Mary Man Barnacle Boy went off great. We got the photo, and the photo's funny, because I'm way lower than Ethan. I was trying to, like, we both had different strategies. Ethan was going, like, power, trying to go high and lift those knees up. I was trying to just, like, lift my knees up and keep my butt where I thought, like, a car seat would be, you know? So then we get the picture, and, like, Ethan's, like, flying. We both got the postures great. The photo's fantastic, but Ethan's, like, hovering above me. I'm, like, in a little sidecar. Oh, it looks so funny. It came out great. Chris just took a, like a slow-mo video of it and then he just grabbed a frame. Um, all the costumes were sick. It was super fun seeing everyone in costume. Uh, super fun party, but the problem was I was I wasn't drinking. And that was like the end of our weed tolerance break, or three and a half week break. So uh yeah, just got some edible drinks, some THC drinks, and uh we had the bong and the vape pen. And do we have the peak? We might have had the peak i think so i think at the peak the puffco peak the vaporizer bong so yeah i just got stoned all night and the problem with getting stoned is you are get losing energy as the night goes on and all the people drinking are gaining energy so you're just like you're just you're just at, at one point you're like very close to each other and you're like at a perfect level but then my line just goes dips down their line dips up and we never we never meet you know star-crossed lovers that never meet and then I end up, uh, end up sitting on the couch next to uh, Roy, Andrea's friend, who uh, took an edible himself, a five milligram one. He's new to, I think it was his first ever edible. And he was super baked sitting on that couch. And I went down, sat next to him. And then they were playing Clone Hero. And I just, the eyes shut once. And then that was like game over. Because I fought it for a few eyes shuts and opens. And then just I just gave it. It was like 12.30. And then just slept on the couch next to Roy for like four hours. 
So Ethan woke me up at, you know, quarter to four, like, hey, we should go. We should Uber home. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, good idea. And then, yeah, I go upstairs, woke up feeling great, though, the next day. You know, I felt fine. No hangover, clear mind. I felt fantastic. I mean, the stomach was a little rough because there were so many snacks and so much food. Such, like, an assortment of, like, Halloween candy, fresh fruit platter, veggie platter, uh, pizza, Nanaimo bars, chicken wings, garlic bread. Like, just uh, everything. Everything you can ask for. Now it's just dabbling all over. Just constantly munching all night. Just grazing. And so, yeah, waking up the next day, my stomach was just nuts. Just a, about a couple poops. I cleaned it out. We got it all out, luckily. None of it's still in there, I don't think. So, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so what else? Then we have my birthday. And oh, my birthday, we went to see Whiplash. Whiplash Live. So, uh, if you guys know the movie Whiplash, it's uh, that drumming movie from like eight years ago with uh, Miles Teller and J.K. Rowling, um, where he's like the really mean um, drum uh, the conductor. And this kid, he, like, breaks the kid, and then the kid becomes a really good drummer after. And he has a big solo at the end. And it's a big musical. I guess if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, but whatever. Um, yeah, so they were doing a live soundtrack to Whiplash. So it was at the Kitchener, the Kitchener One Theater? Kitchener Theater One or something? The Kitchener Theater. Probably only one Kitchener Theater. Um... And uh, so they had, like, the band on the stage, and it was, the conductor was the composer of the movie. So, like, it was his music that he was, he was now touring with it. This was the first time in Canada, second sh second show in Canada. First time in Canada, second show in Canada. Yeah, they played in Toronto uh, the night before or something, or the weekend before or whatever. Um, yeah, so that was just, I, I liked the movie. I've seen the movie, like, four times. I enjoyed the movie. I watched the final drum solo scene multiple times when drunk. So uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty into the movie. I was very excited to see uh, the live drum solo. Um, yeah, so we went with Ethan. Ethan, I was trying to think of how to, what the grammatically. I was gonna go Ethan, me, Brady, Victoria, and I, but I think I threw him. Uh, Ethan, Brady, Victoria, me, and I. Um, all went, and oh, the brain is gone. Uh, yeah, Brady and Victoria found the tickets. Invited Ethan. Ethan passed along to me. And I was like, hell yeah, I love this movie. So yeah, we all met. met went to the theater. Had a great time. It was super cool. Uh, you kind of get lost. Like, I'd watch the movie, and I would forget that there's a live soundtrack being performed. Because, like, it was, it was a good, like, timing was all great. And the volume was good. Um, so then I'll be like, oh yeah, there's a band going. And I looked down at the band. But then I, like, didn't want to miss parts of the movie, even though I've seen the movie so much. And then I look back up, and it's just, it was a constant, like, you know, nodding, head going up and down, looking at what to look at. Um, but usually when if there's like a performance going on, like if they're at a music competition or something, I'd just watch the band. And then if there's like dialogue, I'd watch the movie, which m makes sense. When the band wasn't playing, I didn't watch them. But sometimes I did, just to see what they're doing when they're idle, you know? See uh, see what they get up to, who, who do they chat with, who's all friends. Um, yeah, yeah, people watching is fun. The theater was only like half full though, which was a little... A little sad people don't appreciate jazz anymore, but, you know, I bet if, I bet if, it, if, I bet if it was some uh, TikTok concert, it would be a full house, you know? I bet that would get those Gen Xers out. Is What is Gen Xer? How, what year is Gen X? Gen X is, like, right after Millennial, like, 95, 96, because 94 is the last year of Millennials, right? I'm the last of its kind. The Chosen One. So the yeah, Gen X was 95, and then what, is Gen Z, like, after 2000? Maybe, like, 2010s? 2010s kids? Is that the next generation? How, how long is a generation? I don't know. Is there a, a standard? Is there a unit of measure? Is it, like, 15 years? Is it 25 years? I guess the generation is, like, when... Would it be, like, 18 or 20 years? Like, when you can have kids. When you would have kids and start another generation. Is that is that how long it would be? I have no idea. I don't know who determines these things. I wasn't on the committee. Oh, I feel like looking at my computer again, though. This is going to be a, a weird one to listen back to, because I have no recollection of what I talked about. 
Uh, this could be like a hidden episode that just doesn't get uploaded, and I just go do this dumb facial hair one and upload that. So maybe you never hear this. Maybe this was all just me talking to myself. If that's the case, that's not bad, because I, I still enjoyed this time. I had a good, hopefully an hour, hopefully not 45 minutes. But uh, yeah, either way, I did, it, I did it for myself, which felt good. So uh, Aaron, thank you for being here, talking to me. Thank you for your time. And uh, that's all I got for you. Aaron, out.